0: happy monday everybody my name is brandon rosa and welcome to episode 116 of the xbox in 10 podcast your weekly source of xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes every monday this podcast covers new game releases the previous week's gaming news and we all are in an xbox related fun fact together The show is on youtube and podcast services around the world so please subscribe in your favorite and leave a review xboxin10.com no numbers is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles which you can follow at Xbox in 10 To start, let's talk game releases. The big games out last week were Sam and Max Save the World Remastered, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, The Siege of Paris, and Hades. The games coming out this week include Madden NFL 22, Pile-Up Box by Box, Mayhem Brawler, Mortal Shell The Virtuous Cycle, World Soccer Strikers 91, 12 Minutes, Monster Harvest, the Veil, vale, Shadow of the Crown, Arietta, of the Spirits, HOA, and RIMS Racing. Now to last week's news stories and we have 8 to cover this week. Number 1. Xbox Gamescom 2021 showtimes have been confirmed. Tom West of True Achievements writes, Xbox Wire has detailed all of the Xbox's team's planned shenanigans over the course of Gamescom 2021, including the main show, a 7-day Bethesda mainstream, and of course a Gamescom sale on the Xbox Store. The news was announced today on Xbox Wire stating that the Xbox show at this year's Gamescom 2021 will be live streamed on August 24th at 1pm Eastern. The show will feature updates on many of the previously announced Xbox Game Studios titles, news from Xbox partners about upcoming titles, Xbox Game Pass releases, and more. The show will be hosted by Paris Lilly and Kate Yeager and streamed on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook Gaming, and Twitter. You can stream it in more than 30 languages as well as English audio description and American Sign Language. Alongside the news of the Xbox Show Gamescom 2021 is Bethesda Germany's Mainstream, which will run for 7 days starting on August 26th, no times have been announced just yet. All is with good Xbox shows, there will be an Xbox Gamescom sale to run alongside the show, which will feature discounts up to 75% off various games for Xbox and Windows 10. As a huge lover of all press conferences and showcases, I'm very excited about this Gamescom stream. Now in previous years we haven't gotten any heavy-hitter announcements from these shows, but they always sprinkle in a nice few fun announcements. You have to imagine at least at this event we're gonna get the release date for Halo Infinite, which would be huge news and maybe more of a story based trailer. Number two, Hellblade Senua Sacrifice gets free Xbox Series X and S optimization patch. Taylor Lyles at IGN writes, Ninja Theory's critical acclaimed action adventure game, Hellblade Senua Sacrifice was one of the most popular games released in 2017. If you have yet to experience it, developer Ninja Theory has released an optimization patch today on the Series X and S updating a number of visual elements for next-gen consoles. The new update allows the game to take full advantage of Microsoft's 9th generation gaming hardware, meaning Hellboy not only gets improved basic visuals, but includes additional perks, such as Direct X ray tracing and three graphical modes, Performance, Resolution, and Enriched, with the latter mode offering support for ray tracing. If you own an Xbox copy digitally or physically you will receive the update at no additional cost. The game is also available on Game Pass. Love this announcement, I restarted Hellblade a couple of months ago and just lost track of it, but I'm glad I waited now to replay this amazing game which has to be experienced with headphones on. Truly memorable, and I love to see the options that they give you, playing either in full 4K, 120 frames per second, or ray tracing. Number 3, Forza Horizon 5 map fully revealed, 50% bigger than previous game. Sean Carey at True Achievements writes, Playground Games has now revealed Forza Horizon 5's map, Showing off the game's various biomes, a long stretching highway, and the huge La Grande Caldera volcano. In a new Forza Horizon 5 Let's Go livestream, the developer detailed Forza Horizon 5's wet season summer map before uploading a high resolution image to Twitter. The map is 50% bigger than Forza Horizon 4's Britain and features prominent landmarks such as the La Grande Caldera volcano, which could be seen from anywhere on the map a stadium in the center, sand dunes out to the west, and a long highway, the longest in any Forza Horizon game, that cuts through the center of the map. Playground Games also shared a few more details about Forza Horizon 5 revealing that much like Forza Horizon 4, there's a moving train that could be found up in the canyon area of the map, dravatars, and civilian traffic will also return and there will be 6 Forza Horizon event festivals. This map is absolutely ginormous, and I love all the different biomes that you can experience. They uploaded a new gameplay clip that is running on the Series X, and go watch that on your console in full 4K. It is absolutely stunning. Number 4, Xbox console exclusive Stalker 2 runs on Unreal Engine 5. Samuel Tolbert at Windows Central writes, GSC Game World is hard at work on Stalker 2, Heart of Chernobyl. On Wednesday, the team shared a small development update confirming that Stalker 2, Heart of Chernobyl, runs on Unreal Engine 5. Earlier in the year, the team shared a gameplay demo at the Xbox and Bethesda Game Showcase, giving players a taste of what survival and camaraderie in the zone looks like, with mutants, hostile humans, and strange anomalies all posing a threat. There's a handful of other games confirmed to use Unreal Engine 5 right now, with Xbox Game Studios developer Ninja Theory using Unreal Engine 5 to develop Senua's Saga Hellblade 2, the Coalition, another Xbox studio, has shared Unreal Engine 5 tech demos and is currently rumored to be working on a new IP. Heart Stalker 2: Heart of Chernobyl is currently set to launch on April 22, 2022, it will be available as a timed console exclusive on the Series X and S and PC, it will also launch into Xbox Game Pass. This is very exciting, as far as we know this is going to be the first game running on Unreal Engine 5 and we'll get to experience that new tech on Game Pass. Number 5, report, Grand Theft Auto Remastered Trilogy is in the works. Wesley LeBlanc at IGN writes, A new report claims that a Grand Theft Auto Remastered Trilogy is on the way for multiple platforms including the Switch, and is reportedly out this fall. The news comes by way of Kotaku which reports that it has learned from sources that Rockstar Games is remastering GTA 3, Vice City, and San Andreas, and that each game will be remastered in Unreal Engine. They will feature a mix of new and old graphics the report reads. According to the report, Rockstar's Scottish branch, Rockstar Dundee, is leading the project and also working with a wider Rockstar company to develop the PlayStation 5 and Series X and S ports of GTA V scheduled for later this year. Rumors of such a remaster trilogy haven't been around for years and they gained even more traction when Rockstar began using DMCA takedowns to remove fan remasters. This could be very cool and is going to be a huge moneymaker hit for Rockstar when they release this trilogy remaster if it is real and GTA 5 on next-gen consoles. They are just going to continue to print money off this franchise and good for them as they're great games. My guilty truth is that I've never completed a full GTA game, but I did have a lot of fond memories of San Andreas just messing around with all the crazy cheat codes back in the day. Number 6 Diablo 2 Resurrected is getting an open beta on August 20th. Jay Peters at the Verge writes, Blizzard is giving players a couple of chances to try out Diablo 2 Resurrected, a remastered version of one of the studio's most popular titles, ahead of the game's release on September 23rd. According to Blizzard, people who have pre-ordered the game, or the Diablo Primeval Collection, which also comes with Diablo 3, could check out the early access beta from August 13th, 1pm Eastern, to August 17th, 1pm Eastern. Everyone else will be able to play the open beta a week later from August 20th to August 23rd. The betas won't be available for the Switch, but you can play them on PC, Series X, and S, Xbox One, PS5, and PS4. Multiplayer and cross progression will be enabled, meaning you can party up with friends and check out the game on different platforms, while keeping everything you've earned. Though for the early access beta, you'll need to have pre ordered the game on the platform you want to play the beta on. Diablo 2 is a game I've never played, but one that I know so many people love. I like that they're having an open beta, as I can wet my palate and get my hands on it to see if it's a game I actually want to go back and play. 7. Life is Strange Remastered Collection Delayed to 2022 Taylor Lyles at IGN writes, Deck9 announced on Twitter that the official release date for Life is Strange Remastered Collection has been delayed and will now release sometime next year. In the tweet, Deck9 explains that due to the ongoing challenges of the pandemic, they have decided to alleviate any additional pressure on the team and have decided to push back Life is Strange Remastered Collection into 2022. Originally, Life is Strange Remastered Collection was supposed to launch on September 30th, on PC, PS4, PS5, Series X, and S, Xbox One, and Stadia, with a Switch port coming later date. Tech 9 still confirmed that the next installment in the series Life is Strange True Colors will still release on September 10th on all the platforms previously announced, and that a new trailer will release this week. Additionally the game's post-launch content titled Wavelengths will release on September 30th, as both a standalone release and as part of the Deluxe and Ultimate editions for Life is Strange True Colors. Life is Strange Wavelengths DLC is set one year before the events of Life is Strange True Colors and focuses on Steph Gingrich, a supporting character in the base game. As a huge Life is Strange fan, this news is a little disappointing, but the fall is so jam-packed already, and I'm just glad that we're going to get True Colors this fall. And number 8, Back for Blood won't have one of Left 4 Dead's most popular modes. Joseph Newp at IGN writes, Back for Blood developer Turtle Rock Studios has confirmed that the game won't include a campaign versus mode, a popular feature from its spiritual predecessor Left 4 Dead. Turtle Rock made the announcement on the Back for Blood Discord, first spotted by Eurogamer. Quote, we do not have plans to have a campaign versus mode at this time, end quote, Turtle Rock said. There's a few distinctions to be made here. Back for Blood will feature a versus mode that's smaller in scope, letting two teams duke it out as either cleaners, humans, or the ridden, zombies, Left 4 Dead's campaign versus mode lets players try to make it through a lengthy campaign level as either a human or a zombie, ending at a safe house. Turtle Rock Studios did promote Back 4 Blood's versus mode in behind-the-scenes footage, but didn't claim it would be identical to Left 4 Dead's. When asked why the feature wasn't in Back 4 Blood, Turtle Rock co-finder and design director Chris Ashton said, quote, we have a lot of defensive equipment and our specials are good at ambushing. Defending worked far better for our game than running from A to B, end quote. I gotta say this is disappointing news not having played Back for Blood yet, as I loved love Love 4 Dead's versus mode, I had so many hours playing that game with my friends, so we'll just have to see how the new modes in this game play out. As always we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and this one is about what the bots cannot do in Halo Infinite. Credit to Matt Kim at IGN. No Halo Infinite bots won't teabag you. Halo might not have invented teabagging or the act of crouching over your virtual enemy after killing them, but it certainly popularized it. But according to 343 industries halo infinite's powerful bots won't gloat by teabagging you during the test flights quote, bots are primarily a part of halo infinite to help players learn and experiment with the multiplayer experience we want players to feel comfortable making mistakes against bots because making mistakes means you're improving and working on skills you haven't mastered yet we never want to punish learning especially not by having bots engage in behaviors that a player could feel is exclusionary end quote however there were reports from the test flight that a bot teabagged the player after killing them 343 says this was bugged and actually trying to jump on the edge of a ramp. While the clip is pretty funny of the bot in the test flight, it just cracks me up that this news story had to be written at all. Thank you for listening to the Xbox and Ten podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please show your support by subscribing on your favorite podcast service, sharing with your friends, or leaving a review. It helps grow the show in immeasurable ways. This past week, I've continued to play Psychonauts, and I should be finishing up this weekend, and I'm not sure what I'll start next. My name is Brandon Rosie. you can follow me on Xbox at brosen 93 Hope you all have a great week, stay safe, and keep on gaming.